0: So, hey, how you doing? It's Thursday, March 31st, uh, 2022. Get your rent ready. Uh, Thursday, March 31st, 2022. uh, Slava, Ukraine. heroim Slava. Chinti Opir. PVTV. Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Uh, Tell your friends to Google Political Views TV Podcast. I'll show up right at the top of the search. Man, do I appreciate you. It's very nice of you to come every day if you can. Uh, it's, you know, I, I understand sometimes you miss it. Days are busy, whatever. On those days it's busy, get someone to listen to it for you and then they can tell you about it, you know? And if you can, please bring someone with you today or tomorrow. That would be very nice of you. Uh, tweet to me questions or insights or come and fight with me at cyberclops, uh, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. So far, you know, very few people have fought with me. Very few. And it's usually about something that I tweeted. It's not about uh, about this. <coughs> Excuse me. Starting a little late today. A lot of stuff to get to. I'm sorry. I'll be lucky if I can get this done in under 40 minutes. But I will try. Earlier today, Russian officials said they would implement a ceasefire and open a humanitarian corridor out of the Ukrainian city of Mariupol. Uh, the uh, Russian defense ministry said that the humanitarian corridor... Uh, from Mariupol to Zaporozhich via the Russian-controlled uh, port of Berdyansk, would be open today at 10 o'clock a.m. local time, which has already passed. Uh, the cease uh, fire announcement it passed several hours ago, so I don't even know what happened. Um, the ceasefire announcement came after Putin demanded Mariupol surrender last week as a precondition for an end to shelling there uh, in a city of more than um, 440,000 inhabitants. There has been no such surrender. Um, some Ukrainians were skeptical of the Russian announcement. Russian forces have been accused of targeting fleeing civilians, including in uh, previously designated humanitarian corridors. They promised not to attack. They said, oh, yeah, you can go. Uh, Oops! Sorry, didn't mean to hit you in the back with that bullet. <clears throat> uh, they continued to bombard the outskirts of the capital, Kiev, and other cities yesterday. After pledging to scale back attacks, there isn't much left of Mariupol except that it's a port. That's the only reason they want it. It's a port. uh, No, basically no buildings are left. Ukrainian officials say food and water are in short supply and that Russian forces are deliberately blocking humanitarian aid and kidnapping residents who attempt to escape the city and bring them to Russia. War crime, war crime. Just want to point that out. Thousands of Mariupol residents have reportedly been forcibly transferred to Russia Where they face indefinite detention and interrogation. On Monday, Mayor Varim Bolchenko said that nearly 5,000 people, including 210 uh, children, have died in the city. 160,000 are still trapped, and about 40% of the buildings in the port city have been completely destroyed, and 90% have been damaged. We will know soon enough. Maybe it's already come out in the news by now. I haven't looked if the humanitarian quarter is real or if they will be murdering more citizens. Now that I have your attention, let's try and fix the world. Today, the United Nations asserted that Russian forces have used cluster bombs to attack areas populated by civilians at least two dozen times. Attacks which may constitute war crimes, according to the international human rights experts. Uh, now, I saw a video of these cluster bombs. Um, a video of bombings in um, uh, uh, in Ukraine, where I saw the cluster bombs uh, go off, and they're they're pretty. I mean, basically, it it releases a bunch of bombs all at once and it covers a real big wide area Uh, a giant bomb might do a 50 yard area but cluster uh, um, um, bombs would do a hundred yard radius or even more you know killing a lot of people So, I believe you can't use cluster bombs on civilian population. Uh, And um, UN High Commissioner for Human Rights Michelle Bachelet said, for more than one month now the entire population of Ukraine has been enduring a living nightmare. The lives of millions of people are in upheaval as they are forced to flee their homes or hide in basements and bomb shelters as their cities are pummeled and destroyed. Uh, the UN said credible reports have indicated that Putin, Putin's military has used cluster munitions in cities, including Kharkiv, the second largest city in Ukraine. The Center for Strategic Communications and Information Security in Ukraine accused the Russians of using weapons of mass destruction aimed to destroy every living creature in the area in a civilian area. Uh, The use of cluster bombs has been outlawed by 123 countries that are party to the Convention on Cluster Munitions, a binding agreement which went into force in 2010. I should say, and I will call out the U.S. on this, the U.S. and Russia, Russia are two of the only countries that have not signed on to the agreement. The Human Rights Council today named three investigators, Erik Moj uh, of Norway, I don't know, it's an O with a slash in it, Jasminka Dzumer, of Bosnia and Herzegovina and Pablo de Grief of Colombia to uh, lead the recently formed commission of inquiry on Ukraine probing Russia's alleged rights violations in the country since the uh, invasion began. Uh and of course there's already a separate investigation for the 2014 invasion. A month ago I talked about the concern of Russian troops going into Chernobyl kicking up dust. It's not that um it's not that every inch is highly radioactive. I, you can walk through the area. You you got to wear your devices, you know. Uh and, and then suddenly you'll come across pieces of radioactive material that sets off alarms in your gear so you avoid that area. But kicking up dust makes that impossible to track. It goes all over the place. The troops had none of that gear. I don't know why any commanders would go into Chernobyl without that gear. I mean, it ha- Chernobyl happened when it was part of Russia. When Ukraine was part of Russia, Right. How stupid could Russia be? But then they, uh, uh, the troops acted like they were in a regular war zone, and they started digging trenches. Not kidding. With no protective gear. Several hundred Russian soldiers were forced to hastily withdraw from the Chernobyl nuclear power plant in Ukraine after suffering acute radiation sickness from contaminated soil, as according to a Ukrainian official's. Um, the troops who reportedly dug trenches in, contaminated red, in the contaminated Red Forest near the site of the worst nuclear disaster in history are now being treated in a special medical facility in Gomel, Belarus. Uh, the forest is named the, uh, uh, the Red Forest because thousands of pine trees uh, turned red during the 1986 nuclear disaster. Uh, the area is considered so highly toxic that not even highly specialized Chernobyl workers are allowed to enter the zone. Thousands of anti-war demonstrators have been arrested inside Russia since Putin launched the full-scale invasion of Ukraine on the 24th of February, and rights groups have accused Moscow of brutalizing detained protesters in an effort to squash dissent. Uh, Marie Struthers, Amnesty International's director for Eastern Europe, and Central Asia said in a statement, the persecution of those opposed to Vladimir Putin's invasion of Ukraine goes far beyond previous efforts to stifle protesters and activists. Those caught criticizing the war face an absurd number of arbitrary charges merely for speaking out. They are not only charged with discrediting the armed forces, but also with slander, fraud, or accusi- uh, accusations of terrorism. Uh, Struthers said, the ongoing criminalization of fake news is as arbitrary and unlawful as the Kremlin's efforts to crush all forms of anti-war sentiment. Uh, by the way, I, I should mention that the propaganda machine over there in Russia does quote official news sources, mostly Fox news just to mention that, uh, going on. And by embarking on these unrelenting, uh, this unrelenting witch hunt, the Russian authorities show they are capable of bringing charges against absolutely anyone. These shameful prosecutions are fl- uh, flagrant violations of the right to freedom of expression. Uh, Struth- uh, Strug- uh, Struthers argued that by gagging all anti-war sentiment, The Kremlin seeks to crush those who oppose the conflict or at least create the impression that such resistance does not exist. This heinous campaign of repression against critics of the state who are bravely standing up against Russia's invasion of Ukraine must stop now. All charges brought against those who have expressed anti-war opinions must be urgently dropped and all those detained must be immediately and unconditionally released like that'll happen. And I would include that dropping charges and releasing prisoners as part of any return to normal on the sanctions if I was the U.N. And I would hope that they do the same. Uh, it looks like Putin's loss of connection to the people and his advisors may be his downfall. Uh, the preponderance of yes men around Trump caused the same problem. It's very it's very similar. Those around Putin seemingly too scared to tell him the truth or to question his rationale or strategy when it comes to Russian invasions of Ukraine. Does that sound familiar? too scared to, uh, to uh, challenge, you know, or question any rationale or strategy. Sound familiar? Sound like a former president? Uh, Putin systematically got rid of people who could, could have challenged him, leaving only the most loyal and fearful ones. Wow. That really does sound like Trump, doesn't it? It is true that absolute power, it corrupts Absolutely. Including corrupting your worldview into a Nepanthean circle. Uh, uh, Npanthian. It's a it's a drug that uh, make nepenth is a drug that makes you um, forget about the outside world. I guess a uh, newly class declassified U.S. intelligence uh, release yesterday suggested that Putin has not been given the whole truth about Russia's botched invasion of Ukraine and that the president feels misled by his military leaders who did not tell him key details about the war because they feared angering him. <laughs> Anton Barbishin, a pol- uh, Russian political analyst, said it was likely that the information Putin receives, mostly coming from his security agencies or his own presidential administration, is biased and inaccurate. Ooh, that does sound very familiar, again. Uh, No one wants to deliver bad news, and every agency that works for him wants to be the one that proves its value before him. He said, we don't know what exactly is happening there, but clearly, judging by some noise, Putin is not happy with how war is going. Uh, Analysts say it's not just military commanders who are scared of Putin and, and that it's a pervasive problem throughout Russian government circles from the heights of, uh, you know, Putin's inner circle to uh, uh, highly qualified uh, civil servants who are scared to question the regime or the war on Ukraine. Vladimir Milov, a Russian opposition politician and former deputy energy minister who now lives in Lithuania, told uh, CNBC, believe me, I have a lot of sources in the Russian government, and nobody is actually supporting the war. Maybe, say, for a few people in Putin's inner circle. And even then, you're you're not going to know if they truly believe it or if they're just doing it because they're scared. He, He went on. Nobody is supporting what Putin is doing. I would say that among government circles, support for what Putin is doing is near zero. When asked why many civil servants don't just quit their post, Milov said, Milov said, most feel trapped and scared of the consequences. They have nowhere else to go. They will not be accepted in the West after essentially assisting Putin to launch the war. So most of them are really trapped and feel like they have no choice but to sit and wait. He said, not a single day has passed where some deputy minister or some deputy governor has not been raided or arrested or so on. They're under 24 7 FSB security sur- service surveillance, all of them. If they make one wrong move, it's immediately reported and they could face basically jail time. So that could be why Putin has not been overthrown right now, because the FSB has been watching any government leader that could possibly do it. So the overthrow has to come from the FSB which we probably wouldn't like. Seriously. So after that story yesterday, the German Vice Chancellor and uh, Economy uh, Minister Robert Habeck announced that he was triggering the first in a series of three warning levels for the country's gas supplies and the first step to deal with a potential cutoff of Russian gas. The Kremlin said the switch to paying in rubles would not take place immediately. After Putin gave his government and the central bank of Russia one week to work out the solution, Uh, the government, uh, central bank and energy giant Gazprom are due to deliver proposals today. But Kremlin spokesperson Dmitry Peskov, Pesky Peskov, uh, said the switchover would not start on March 31st, which is, of course, today It was supposed to start today. Peskov said yesterday, as we discussed before, payments and delivery is a time-consuming process. This does not mean that a tomorrow's delivery should be paid in rubles. From a technological point of view, this is a more prolonged process. So basically, Russia walked it back and is up against the wall. They need money. Badly. Russian Deputy Chairman of uh, Federation Council Committee on Economic Policy, Ivan Ivan uh, Abramov, uh, or Ivan Abramov, told uh, state media that Russia could cut off supplies to the G7. Abramov has said, uh, uh, and he said, I believe he said this on Monday, if these countries refuse to buy gas for rubles, this will definitely lead to the termination of its supplies. We have a clear position, meaning that uh, I suppose he, he, he thinks he has a legal right to do it, which, no, he does not. Uh, but, you know, legality has never stopped Russia from anything else. Uh, three corporate horde Democrats. We're going, moving on to the United States. Three corporate horde Democrats joined Republicans last night in voting against adva- advancing Biden's nominee to head the Labor Department's wage and hour division. We're talking about the movie theater in the big house, Senators Kirsten Sinema, Joe and Joe Manchin. Cinema and Manchin. And now, Mark Kelly, also, who just, didn't he just get elected, Uh, voted against a procedural vote to advance David uh, Wheel's nomination. Uh, The final vote was 47 to 53, which meant all all other Democrats voted, uh, yes. A simple majority was needed to advance the nomination, which would have meant that uh, the vice president would have had to vote. Under Obama... David Wheel championed regular wages for gig workers, and that's why they don't like him. Uh, Moving on to uh, that uh, news tightening around, that bright orange neck. Jared Kushner is expected to answer questions today from the Congressional Committee investigating the insurrection on the Capitol. Uh, uh, Son-in-law of Trump. Is uh, He's the highest ranking White House official to cooperate with the panel, although it is not known if he will answer questions or invoke the Fifth Amendment to avoid incriminating himself. He is probably invoking the Fifth Amendment right this instant. Uh, Kushner, who has launched a hedge fund since leaving the White House, will appear via video Uh, earlier. Biden uh, declined to exert executive privilege for the testimony from... Uh, Jared Kushner. Uh, I have to talk about the Hunter Biden story, even though so far the president is not connected. Uh, the Post wrote about Hunter Biden's uh, business dealings with the uh, state-controlled Chinese energy company CEFC. Uh, the newspaper admitted that much of the story had already been out there, but the Post was now confirming key details. Uh, the Post confirmed reporting that had already appeared in in uh, the Swedish press that Hunter Biden had keys made for his Chinese endeavor for Joe Biden and Jill Biden along with his uncle James Biden and Chinese executive Gong Wen Dong for the Georgetown waterfront office property he rented above the Swedish embassy he requested in September 2017 I remember anything with an embassy is going to be a secure building very secure building okay He requested in September 2017 for new keys to be made and for the office signage to now say the Biden Foundation and Hudson West. But it's unclear whether Hunter Biden wanted to give the appearance his family was part of the business, or if they actually were, with the White House telling the Post that the president has never even considered being involved in business with his family, nor in any overseas business whatsoever. The Post also quoted a Biden Foundation board member, Jeffrey Peck, who was tasked with setting up the real Biden Foundation office. And Peck told The Washington Post, I recall discussions about other possible spaces and the so-called House of Sweden was never on any lists. There was never any thought Like zero thought or consideration given to that building. Now, Chuck Grassley, he's been on the on the hill. He was on the hill yesterday. He's on the hill today talking about this this uh, Hunter Biden thing. And he is not happy that the Post is releasing this information. And the reason it's not happening is it's countering all the stuff that he had prepared. Not all of it, but some of the stuff that he had prepared. It's really upsetting him. So it's kind of funny. Uh <coughs> excuse me. Uh Biden got caught uh talking. I uh, I'm sorry. Uh Hunter Biden got caught taking people through the back door uh, uh by the landlord, the landlord caught him. Those guests included a homeless woman and London Roberts, who Hunter Biden described as my youngest daughter's basketball mentor. <laughs> So Hunter Biden is bringing strippers in the back door, and he says, "Oh, they. uh, She's just teaching my uh, daughter uh, basketball. That's it. Can't you tell she's carrying two basketballs right up there under her shirt? Um, That was inappropriate. I'm sorry." Uh Roberts had been employed as a stripper at a club in nearby Dupont Circle neighborhood and later gave birth to an out of wedlock child with the current first son. Uh of course, congressional Republicans especially Chuck Grassley have pounced on this and tried to connect things to the president which so far has been ridiculous. Uh the Washington Post has finally has finally admitted Biden's laptop is real nine months after first receiving a copy and a full year after right-wing sources authenticated it. The Post had cyber forensic experts validate material on the abandoned laptop hard drive. The Post claimed it tried to get a hold of a copy in October 2020, but failed and didn't get its hands on a laptop drive until June 2021. A story based on the laptop's contents published by the newspaper yesterday focuses on the millions of dollars Hunter and his uncle Jim Biden, uh, Joe Biden's uh, brother, received from their partnership with a Chinese government linked oil behemoth CEFC. The story, which has been previously reported by right wing sources and others, includes documents showing Hunter was paid a million dollar retainer in 2017 to represent his business partner Patrick Ho who was being prosecuted, prosecuted by the United States government. So the only connection to the president is a note that Hunter gave to the building manager that said, please have keys made available for new office mates, Joe Biden, Jill Biden, Jim Biden, Gong Wen Dong, chairman of, uh, uh, of uh, CEFC Emissary. So um, yeah, basically Hunter wanted some extra keys for his uh, strippers to get in, I guess. Maybe that was it, I don't know. And he had to give a legitimate name. Moving on. Uh, news this morning, that Facebook hired one, and somebody has uh, alerted uh, me to this. To this. Uh, but when, once I got to the news this morning, it was like a top news story, so kinda cool. Someone's paying attention, right? Uh, news this morning that Facebook hired one of the largest GOP consulting firms in the United States to carry out a public attack campaign against TikTok was seen as further evidence of the social media uh, uh, social media company's growing alliance with the GOP, according to The Washington Post. And there's a couple of stories about Facebook in today's news, more than this, and we're, we're going to get to those in a second. According to the Washington Post, the campaign against TikTok orchestrated by Targeted Victory, that's the name of the company, Targeted Victory, a digital-first agency based in Virginia. And uh, they say in Virginia, that me- that means Washington, D.C. is just outside of Virginia. Uh, it includes, uh, it's, it's a K Street firm. Um It includes placing op-eds and letters to the editor in major regional news outlets, promoting dubious stories about alleged TikTok trends that actually originated on Facebook and pushing to draw political reports, reporters, and local politicians into helping take down its biggest competitor. Facebook slash Meta, whatever you want to call them, said in defense of their actions, ready for this defense? We believe all platforms, including TikTok, should face a level of scrutiny consistent with their growing success. So people should get scrutiny just for succeeding? Really? Which is basically Putin's argument. If a block of countries are getting bigger than me, I have to attack them. Right? Anyway, Targeted Victory, the company, Targeted Victory, was launched in 2009 by Zach Moffat, who served as a digital director for Senator Mitt Romney's 2012 presidential campaign. The Post reported today that as part of its campaign to paint TikTok as a dangerous platform, targeted Victory spread rumors of the Slap a Teacher TikTok challenge in local news, touting a local news report on the alleged challenge in Hawaii. In reality... No such challenge existed on TikTok. The rumor started on Facebook, according to a series of Facebook posts first documented by Insider. Now, what this sounds like to me, actually, is it sounds like Facebook needed to take TikTok down. So they created these stories about slap a teacher on on Facebook that they were coming from TikTok. And then it started expanding from there. Then they uh, sent it off to news sources. Then, uh, 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 I guess it's possible. Students saw this and said, oh, let, let me do it. So Facebook might be liable for assault and battery charges. Wow. Uh, Targeted Victory said it has partnered with Facebook for years and is proud of its work. Uh, proud, quote, proud of the work we have done. I guess, does that include slapping teachers? Getting teachers slapped, rather? News that Facebook is uh, paying a GOP firm to do its business-related dirty work comes as the platform is facing mounting criticism for using algorithm changes to boost right-wing political content and publications such as The Daily Wire, an outlet created by Ben Shapiro that has been found to have violated Facebook's rules numerous times. But you gotta admit, hiring Republicans to smear someone with lies is a good prospect since they are experts. Uh, Ryan Cooper, managing editor for the uh, uh, American Prospect, wrote on Twitter in response to the Post reporting, this story tends to indicate that Facebook is just part of the Republican political machine now. Joel Kaplan is the VP of public policy. The Zuck is buds with Ben Shapiro, who is allowed to violate Facebook TOS with terms of uh, uh, service. With impunity, the algorithm is rigged to boost conservative content. Every day, right-wing slop is the most shared, etc. It's a GOP propaganda mill. Delete Facebook. Hashtag delete Facebook has 40,000 recent posts on Facebook, but they continue to suppress the hashtag. So there you have it. Moving on to more Facebook news, and we aren't even done yet. Facebook's algorithm continues to amplify deceptive and misleading content, pushing users who express doubts about uh, anthropogenic climate change towards outright denial, according to a new report released uh, this week by Global Witness. Uh, Anthropogenic uh, climate change is human-caused. Climate change, that's what it means. Uh, This despite um, uh, pledging to fight climate disinformation. I mean, you remember that Facebook said that they would fight it. Facebook announced last year that it would begin attaching information labels to some posts about climate change, directing users to uh, the platform new Uh, uh, the platform's new Climate Science Center, which it says connects people with science-based news, approachable information, and actionable resources from leading environmental organizations. To test the efficacy of Facebook's stated commitment to curbing climate disinformation, researchers created some users, two users, Jane, a so-called climate skeptic, and John, who accepts the consensus view held by over 99.9% of the world scientists that human activity is propelling contemporary climate change. And then observed the quality of information they saw regarding uh, regarding the life-threatening reality of the fossil fuel-driven planetary emergency. Global Witness wrote in the report, When we simulated the experience of climate skeptic user on the platform, within a few clicks, Facebook's algorithm recommended content that denied the existence of man-made climate warming and attacked measures aimed at mitigating the climate crisis. Much of this content deployed culture war tactics to polarize debate, around climate change and demonize environmental movements. After creating a brand new Facebook account for Jane, researchers had the climate skeptics profile like the Global Warming Policy Forum, which recently changed its name to Net Zero Watch, a page that belongs to a UK-based science-denying organization with ties to Steve Baker a right-wing Tory lawmaker. Uh, You can Google what the Tories are. Um, Right away, Facebook's algorithm presented Jane with a slew of recommended pages it thought she would enjoy. Uh, Global Witness looked at the first three uh, climate-related pages, and according to the group, which graded the first nine posts on each page, using a classification system it developed to categorize different types of climate content, all but one was dedicated to climate disinformation. As Jane liked assorted climate-denying pages, Facebook never sent actual scientific pages. Wow. Uh, Researchers added that of the 27 pieces of content that we graded across the first three recommended climate pages, 100% of it was climate disinformation that either fell into distract and delay or denial categories. They wrote, eager to see if this was just a one-off, they replicated this test with the same account to see what kinds of climate content would be amplified to Jane, whose online behavior thus far demonstrated an interest in climate disinformation. Using two different anti-climate pages as our uh, as the starting points, we followed the pages recommended to Jane to understand at what point, if at all, Facebook's algorithm would intercept the bad information with reputable client science information. In total, we traced Jane's trajectory from three starter pages leading to 18 recommended pages and graded 189 pieces of content. The results of those 189 pieces of content of the 18 recommended pages to Jane, only one did not contain any climate disinformation. Twelve of them only included climate disinformation. Of the content we analyzed, only 22% of the climate disinformation posts possessed a Climate Science Center flag. As a subcategory, only 30% of climate denial content possessed a flag. Moreover, while Jane was sporadically and infrequently being referred to the center, she was being actively encouraged to follow and like pages that almost exclusively espouse climate disinformation. Facebook claims they haven't rolled out everything; haven't rolled everything out yet. Sort of like when Putin claims he's withdrawing troops, right? And now, again, this morning. Reporting this morning from by The Guardian Facebook failed to label 80% of articles on its platform promoting a fast spreading conspiracy theory that the U.S. is funding the use of bioweapons in Ukraine, according to a study by the Center for Countering Digital Hate. Uh, CCDH, Countering Digital Hate. Uh, Center for uh, uh, Countering Digital Hate. The nonprofit. A uh, disinformation research group studied a sample of posts from between February 24th and March 14th sharing external articles containing baseless claims about bioweapons. CCDH chief executive Imran Ahmed said, If our researchers can identify false information about Ukraine openly, openly circulating on its platform, it is within Meta's capability to do the same. But we found that in the vast majority of cases, conspiracy theories are given a free pass. And it makes you uh, wonder if someone on the Russian side is paying Facebook for ads. I guess we'll find out in the future. Ah, More on climate. Five scientists began a new letter, uh, uh, open letter to President Biden. They said, we write with utmost urgency to advise you and your administration to halt recent moves towards increasing fossil fuel production and instead take bold action to rapidly reduce fossil fuel extraction and infrastructure. We say the White House call for more drilling and fracking is a climate calamity. Uh, uh, Unfortunately, it's Europe is in trouble. We have to help them Uh, and we have to stop Putin, unfortunately. And I don't want to do this. Uh, I think we need to uh, do the Defense Production Act for um, uh, um, renewable energy. We need to do it right now. Uh, uh, letter sign- uh, uh, Biden needs to sign a letter immediately invoking the uh, Defense Production Act for renewable energy. Uh, the letter. Uh, which its initiators uh, plan to present to the president next month after collecting a critical mass of signatures, follows a similar message from October and comes as Biden works to ramp up U.S. gas shipments to Europe in response to the uh, war in Ukraine. They specifically pointed to the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, the IPCC a report released last month, which features a series of dire warnings about the unfolding climate capa- uh, catastrophe uh, we talked about the report last month uh, uh, I don't remember when I say last month it might have been February was it February or was it yeah I think it was in February yeah I think it was in Fe- February 24th or something I forget it was it was um, it was just before Putin uh, invaded anyway Inclu- uh, they went on, including that the scientific evidence is overwhelming that we must act now. We simply do not have time to waste. Already, millions of Americans and even more across the world are being impacted by extreme weather, drought, flooding, sea level rise, wild fly- uh, uh, wildfires. I mean, look at look at the tornadoes and this this uh, snow squall that we had in spring. We have some serious, extreme weather patterns, and that's what's going on. Tornadoes aren't due; aren't supposed to be due for another month, and we've been having them for a week for weeks now. Uh, uh, tornadoes aren't normally due. Uh, tornado season is normally starts in about uh, two weeks, I think, two or three weeks. Three weeks. Uh, the IPC report, IPCC report highlights millions being impacted by climate change and induced food insecurity and water scarcity the united states europe and the rest of the world desperately need energy independence but allowing more drilling and fracking approving more pipelines and expanding export facilities not only fail to address short-term energy needs they lock us into decades of reliance on fossil fuels and ensure runaway climate chaos for the long run it's looking looking really bad you know you know a business insider uh, which is which is really actually a pretty balanced uh, for a business uh, uh, website. It's it's pretty balanced. Most business websites are, are right wing because business is right wing in general. But Business Insider is basically pretty balanced. Uh, business Insider has an interesting video on YouTube called "What the Earth Would Look Like If All the Ice Melted." What the Earth looked like would look like if all the ice melted the only good thing about that video that i saw it looks bad the only good thing about it is that we would lose all of florida so don't buy land in florida let me just say that it's going to be going down in value because it's going to be part of the ocean A Connecticut judge is holding notorious conspiracy theorist Alex Jones in contempt of court after he failed to comply with multiple orders for Jones to sit for a deposition in a defamation suit brought against uh, him by families of victims of the Sandy Hook shooting. And we discussed this case in the past. I mean, there's still stuff going on with this case. Uh, The judge did, however, stop short of issuing a warrant for Jones' arrest. Which the plaintiffs had requested superior court judge barbara bellis said the court finds by clear and convincing evidence that the defendant alex jones willfully and in bad faith violated without justification several clear court orders requiring his attendance at his depositions on march 23rd and march 24th until he sits for a deposition Bellis ordered Jones will have to pay fines that will start at $25,000 a day on April 1st and increasing by $25,000 each business day. Bellis said, while paying the fees and court's cost, will reimburse the plaintiffs for costs incurred in attempting to procure Mr. Jones' deposition. It is not a substitution for his testimony. Finally, we're close. Blue Origin launched a rocket this morning with some passengers. This was their, oh, is this the third or fourth one? Is this their fourth one? No, it's more than that. I think it's more than that. Uh, <clears throat> Pete Davidson from Saturday Night Live was supposed to be on a Blue, the Blue Origin launch, but was not this time. There was a last-minute change. I'm unsure what happened. I, I'm, I'm really not sure. Uh, but if I if I were Pete Davidson, and I was offered another chance to do it, I would bring a costume change. And when I landed, I would come out in an all-silver outfit, with a gray alien head mask, and a bloodied human arm hanging out of my mouth, just to see Jeff Bezos' reaction that would be hilarious. <laughs> uh, let, let me just put that out there and let's hope that he hears this, you know, here's this suggestion of what he could do. I'd love to see it. That's it. Sorry about the length. Thanks for listening. Wednesday, March 30th, 2022. Uh, I really appreciate you. You're so nice of you to come. Bring someone with you today or tomorrow. PVTV, Political Views TV podcast. That's what you Google to find me. I'll show up right at the top of the search, those four words. Tweet to me questions, insights, or fights. at Cyberclops. Or maybe you want to school me on something. C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. And remember, always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget it. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles. Thank you.